When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Ramon Foster Show. Following an NFL playoff weekend, he's Ramon in Hendersonville, Tennessee. I'm Dan Kovacevic in Pittsburgh. And, Moan, are we ready to live in this world where the Bengals are just good year after year? You know what? I, I'll reference it to my kids. You want to know why? Because kids never lie, right, until they get old enough and figure things out. It's smarter. But even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even my kids is just like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I think that's what we all are, but you can't deny what they're doing, right? No, you can't. So 27 to 10 speaks for itself uh, to go into Buffalo, yeah. to go into the snow, to go into those weather conditions, to have the fan thrown into the face. Wait, it's the face thrown into the fan. <laughs> Although even that you would think they'd have equal effects, right? Yeah, no. Um, I look at that and I see the way Joe Burrow performed, the way Joe Mixon, the way everybody, that defense. Mm -hmm. um, it's, I mean, that was not close. That was not interesting. It wasn't. The defense, I think, for the most part for the Bengals, helped push that offense over the top because let's not forget, they have playmakers on that Buffalo Bills team. We know that the preseason MVP, Josh Allen, Mr. Everything, Josh Allen, right? The, the reason teams are chasing a quarterback, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow's in that conversation too. But the defensive coordinator for the Bengals pretty much shut all of that down. They got to the running backs. They got to Josh Allen. This is a, a take of mine that I have while watching that game when it's good on good in the playoffs. Josh Allen needs to have a conversation potentially with Ben to figure out if I'm going to be a gunslinger, how do I start picking and choosing when I'm going to start firing off? I watched what Cincinnati did to him, DK, and I said to myself, geez, he has some gunslinger in him, but the method in which he's operating, he can't find his guys. They make it almost seem to me like he is a guy that's, I won't say drawing up plays in the dirt, but he plays like he's drawing up plays in the dirt. You understand what I'm saying? Like he gets scattered brain a little bit when he's trying to figure it out. Yeah, I do. And I, I'm also reminded of the fact that other than the most recent meeting in Orchard Park, the Steelers, for the most part, had answers. Yeah. Allen, they really did. Uh, even for Stefan Diggs, for the most part. And Almost all of it was related to bringing in pressure from the sides, very similar to their approach against. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. The same Lamar thing. Jackson. Where you say, listen, where you say you're coming in from the sides. Um, we respect what you can do, the mobility. Yeah. We're just not going to give you the entire horizontal field in which to do it. 
Nope. And Cincinnati had a lot of that, although they also just brought people from from everywhere. <laughs> yes. And the people who weren't blitzing were still able to get through. Yep. It was I, I just I, I found myself marveling by the third or fourth quarter that the TV people could say anything about this. Because yeah. you're just you're watching it and you're saying this is just nothing but football in the snow. <laughs> One team is way out toughing the other. Yeah. And there's no analysis to be had here. You yeah, know? No. I'll give you a quick breakdown of what I thought, and I told you before we came on and did this. I know we have that conversation. Coaches are safe. I think Coach Tomlin is safe. We know that. Um, there's no hot seat to be had. But In Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh. Okay. At least as far as the Steelers go. Okay. But in your division, when you have a team – that have been mostly the bottom of the barrel as far as they're competing as of late, as far as the consistency of it. When you have them, DK, go back to back AFC championship. It's real. And, and And this is a, what have you done for me lately league? Is it not? It is. And, and I know we've done those similar things or gotten that close, but DK, it starts to get serious now after watching this. I don't care if we split games anymore. Things tighten up a little bit more whenever you 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 watch one of your 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 divisional rivals piece it together like this when you have those same opportunities. Yes, the timeline's a little bit different as far as Joe Burrow and Kenny Pickett, right? Mm-hmm. But the pressure to get to that point becomes a little bit more highlighted through whether it be offensive coordinator, coaching, whatever the case may be, DK. Me personally, as a as a stiller, as a retired stiller, I'm like, okay, something's got to happen. We can't do this. We're not going to take a back burner like that. Yeah, I mean, 2023 is a pretty significant season <laughs> yeah. for Pittsburgh's football franchise on a lot of fronts. If you don't see a stride forward, if you don't see them uh, keeping up with the Bengals and or Ravens. We'll see what happens in Baltimore, obviously now with, and, with and John see what Harbaugh happens saying, in Cleveland. But, yeah. And, and, and yeah, and you can't, this whole division, I just got to tell you the one thought that I had yeah. predominantly, and this is so hokey and whatever, but I'm going to share it anyway. In watching this football game was the AFC North team was going to win that matchup. That is not disrespect to the bills. Mm-hmm. or their own toughness or anything. But the Bills aren't being tested like that week no. in and week out. And and what you saw throughout this football game was one team just... Yeah, through the other. With it. And it was default mode. Yes. And they should send a cake... <laughs> Like three cakes to Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and even Cleveland. Yes. For having reared them the right way. Because that's where all of that, including a lot of what's happened with Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. They were comfortable. That's one thing I noticed about Burrow. Burrow's working with three backup linemen in this, at this point, right? Yes. The differences between two quarterbacks was this, DK. When, jo- when, when Josh Allen got pressured, he scattered quick. And did this, did a lot of this. And yes, he was yeah. moving his legs. He had happy feet. When, when, when Joe Burrow got, got pressure like that, he set one maneuver. 
That was it. One maneuver, like on the touchdown to Hurst. Oh my gosh! No, yeah, yeah, the touchdown to Hurst. No. He makes one move. Uh, yeah, to his left. Mm-hmm. That's himself. Says, "Oh, there's Hayden Hurst." And he did the same thing to to Jamar Chase. Remember? Yes, he did the exact same thing to him. And yes. DK, I, I, I looked at. It, I said, "That's the difference right there." Maybe it's play calling. It's the Jimmys and Joes for sure. But I think going through that gauntlet of the AFC North, it, it prepares you for that, man. And, and even the running attack of it, they're used to it. Oh, you look who Joe Mixon's had to run through for years. <laughs> exactly. You think he was worried about this? <laughs> you think about the rushers in Buffalo. He's like, well, it ain't TJ Watt. No. Well, it's not Miles Garrett. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's different. An AFC North team has made it back to, that was my thought. It, this is the, a lot of this was, was was AFC North. When we come back, we're going to talk about a certain other individual on the Cincinnati roster who used to play on a different AFC North team. Yeah, he did. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mo, I'm going to take you back a few years to Latrobe because other people, in addition to number 73, used to exhibit a big mouth on the field <laughs> at, at uh, St. Vincent College. Yeah. Although yours was among yours was among the loudest. It was That's Hall of Fame sure. level. It was yes. Hall of Fame level. Yeah. But there was one guy who was brand new and was undrafted also, in addition to, mm-hmm. and he would yell out, to this future Hall of Fame head coach, too small, too small, Yeah, as he'd look over toward him on the sideline. And that was, of course, Mike Hilton. Yep. And all Mike Hilton did that camp was make plays. Yep. You can't make plays at the scouting combine in Indianapolis. You can run, you can... You can do all kinds of fancy things, high jump, whatever else here. You can't make football plays. He did. Why, Moan, would you let him go? Why? And I asked this at the time. This isn't hindsight. I know. Why? I know. Why? Uh, Money, uh, thinking you have the guy behind you. And I think there were some parts of it, but Cam Sutton had to play a different role, not like the role that Mike had to play, to be fair on the decision. But you still try to make it work. Uh, but, of course, in today's NFL, you get an opportunity to bid. And in that, sometimes you get outbid for what you think that position is valued. But I get where you're coming from. How? 
How? How? Uh, I it's the, not about slot corner. It's not about positions and where no. they're valued. If it, they had him under the roof and they understood that the position that he played in Pittsburgh is the same position that he plays in Cincinnati, which yep. is that of playmaker. Yep. 100%. 100%. And and you find this guy all over the field in different positions. He was the leading tackler for that team today. Two quarterback hits, other pressures, and, and uh, did he get a sack? Was it a sack also? No, not a sack, but a TFL. Like, this is a guy that will, as you like to say, and we do too, puts his face in the fan, play in and play out. The size aspect of it, right, DK? His measurements weren't going to blow you off the off the uh, off the, uh, the the charts, right? None of them. The, the running, the speed, the anything, the leaping ability, nothing. But he was the he was the Bengals' leading tackler in their most important game. And as you said, it was in, in different looks because he did hit uh, Josh Allen twice. Yep. He but he also got the PD. He also was tight on coverage. He he's just a football player, and I just you know it, we can yeah. say oh money was tight and everything else. We also can talk about giving yeah. three and a half million dollars to Derek Watt. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. a lineman that never saw the field this year, or a lineman that never saw the field this year. Three million dollars, although that was before. But yeah, I mean yeah, th- but, this but was still. There are all, there's always a way. You just have to prioritize the right player, and it surprises me to no end that this head coach who loved Hilton so he much loved him was not an act. Yep, he he loved him, and this is the thing too about players like Mike Hilton, or even the toot my own horn a little bit myself too. Right, there are certain facets of the game that you know you're not going to do well in. Running wasn't my thing. I came out as a college tackle. I ran a five 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 six. That don't put it don't that doesn't put me on anybody's chart. Move me inside. Tell me, hey, go brawl and beat people up. You get eleven years out of it, Mike Hilton. Okay, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Mike it's Hilton so true another, though. It's I mean, so they true. Had, look, only one of the two guards in the equation was asked on a regular basis to pull. Yeah, it was, it was Dave. It was Dave. But yeah, what was Dave, my the first friend? round pick. Dave had yeah, but yeah. but. You were taking care of business on the inside with on Marquise. the inside exactly, and then you look at Mike Hilton. Uh, not overly fast, not big at all, probably couldn't bench out of this world, probably couldn't jump out of this world. But you know what players like him and myself have to do? You got to create other avenues to be successful. I know angles got to be good. I know I can cheat a little bit here. I also know that I got to watch film. I distinctly remember watching Mike Hilton play against the Tennessee Titans here when they embarrassed them, remember? And that mm-hmm. first round knockout against them. And Mike, I think, was mic'd up. Mike Hilton was mic'd up. And in one of those plays, you can hear Mike Hilton say, oh, if they throw that again, I'm picking it off. <laughs> you know what happened yeah. about 15, 20 plays later? Hmm. He read the exact same look, and he picked the ball off for a big return against the Tennessee Titans. Playmaker. 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 DK, it, it's so interesting how we're about to go through draft season. You got to break all this up. How fast is he? How big is he? How You know, what was his three cones? Man, screw that. To your point, DK, you said it best. Playmakers. Playmakers. That's it. And I, I think I, that's, I, to, to your credit, I think that's why you were so upset about George Pickens. Yeah. Playmaker. <laughs> Although well, George I, passes all the combine tests. Too, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> okay. that's, that's when you really get lightning in a bottle, right? But yeah. that's why you were ticked off about, like, give him the daggone ball, right? He's going to find a way to get it. You know, like George himself says, put it in the sky. 
Put it in the sky. <laughs> you know? Anybody knows what that means, man. But but this is the thing, though, watching that, that, that Cincy team with Mike Hilton, man. He's in a perfect scenario to make those type of plays because he's backed up by a defensive front up front. Uh, he's got linebackers, but then he's able to play that. Could Mike help the Steelers' defense? Oh, 100%. Uh, but it's also good to see that for a guy like himself, it's not just the system. It's not just, oh, he was only good in Pittsburgh. Because to your point, when players are good and it's, it's right for them, they're going to go make those plays. There was nothing you can write up for Mike as far as his timing, especially since he's not a 4-3 a DB. Mm-hmm. Mike might be pushing 4-6. Respectfully, Mike, if you see this, I don't know your 40 time. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect you with a 4-6. But I, I hope clearly, he's a lot busy focusing on, on the Chiefs. <laughs> on his real yeah, family. Yeah. <laughs> when we come back, the only segment that matters. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. And the only segment that matters, it's brought to you Every day by the get-go cafe and market where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for what they refer to, cleverly enough, as crave-ability order. Your favorite entry at the get-go cafe and market today. Better believe it. Moan, I'm going to sneak in. I'm going to sneak in an extra one here before we get okay. to the main one. All right. This, this, because we ended last week's show with a, a passionate entry from a, from a, from a viewer in Mexico. Yeah. And remember that we were just kind of guessing that he was from Mexico. Yeah. He's from Mexico. I saw that. Okay. I saw it. He <laughs> actually you? was yeah. and yeah. told us we don't understand how big the fandom is there. And I appreciate you checking us on That's that. That's it. So Craig Gardner sends something to us where he says, Hey, Moan, do you guys really comprehend just how international your broadcast is? I'm I'm watching from, I believe this is pronounced Cuenca, Ecuador. Oh, wow. And I, I watch after taking my dog out in the mornings, I grab my coffee, I make my way to the TV room, and I, I love your takes and insight. Never miss your program. Okay, now Moan. Yes. Before we get to the question, we need people to subscribe to this channel. Oh, yeah. And there's a little red thing that shows up next to your your name in the comments so we can tell who you are. And I have threatened to send Moan after you. I can't wait. I'll come in laughing, but it won't be a smiling situation, okay? It makes a big difference to the program. Yeah. Subscribe to the DK Pittsburgh Sports channel. You'll find it on there. It's free. It costs Please. nothing yeah. at all. It, and it also gets you, makes sure that you get alerts whenever we do have new yeah. shows here. And don't be prideful about subscribing. I subscribe to stuff, man, that I'm like, I subscribe to that. But you know what? I understand <laughs> what it means, too. Yeah, it makes a difference to the it, yeah. it makes a difference to the people putting it together, including this program itself. Uh, we're we're at about five, we're five hundred short of twenty thousand. 20K. Come on. Let's run it up, there's, man. There's way more than 500 people watching this right now. Dan <laughs> Finnegan says, hey, Moan, does it annoy you when folks call the Steelers colors black and yellow oh, as much as it does me? Oh, it, it does because I know there's a difference. 
You know when that changed? That oh, changed I know. In 2010, <laughs> when yep. Pittsburgh's own Wiz Khalifa made the song. Yep. I've had people that I've just had to be like, you know what? I'm not about to argue with you. Well, it's the Saints that's black and gold. No, it's Pittsburgh that's black and gold. They're, the black and yellow is commercial. That's what it is. Wiz had an ultimate run with that song and still does to still this does. day. <laughs> yeah, still does to this day. It does irk me somewhat uh, hearing it being called black and yellow. No, it's black and gold. And then he'd be upheld that way too. You know, the, the lyrics to the song, uh, if you if, if you look at them, you listen to what it is that he's saying. Uh, you know, he goes with the yeah, you know what it is, and there's a there's a rhythm to it. Okay, yeah. and the fact that he says black and yellow, black and gold doesn't have any rhythm that works with that. I'm just sorry, black and <laughs> gold, black and gold. Okay, it doesn't. But on top of that, here's the thing. Yeah, he could get away with it because he's from here. He's anyone from here. else. Anyone else had tried that crap, it wouldn't have flown. Yeah. Okay. This is totally generational. Let's not pretend that it isn't. Okay. That's true too. It's totally generational. And there's some there's some race and whatever. Okay, but, but, change the, but you know, just calling it like it is. But but this is this is uh, no one in Pittsburgh is going to refer to it as black and yellow as the colors. No. They're just not. We have Pittsburgh gold. It's called Pittsburgh gold. Yes. One one. And it's not even yellow, by the way. It's not. And that's the thing about it. And, Closer and, to like orange or something. The the people I got upset with was fans of like other teams. Yeah, you know that's what got me to your point. Like Wiz gets away, he is Pittsburgh to the core of him. Oh, okay, yeah. never shies away from it, uh, so he can get away with it. And I think the song in itself put Pittsburgh in a different different realm when it come down to exposure like that. So he gets a pass. Anybody else, other fan bases, no. It's black and gold and respect it that way. Yeah, I mean between seriously, count the blessings here. Pittsburgh hasn't had this wealth of musical stars that have come from here. Okay. I mean, Christina Aguilera is from here. God bless her. She sang anthems when she was a child at the Penguins games and so forth oh, wow. uh, from, from Wexford. Uh, that's great. Uh, we had Snoop Dogg wear, our, you know, a yeah. pirate's hat. And Penguins. We had Chuck D from public enemy who still wears nothing but a pirate's hat. Nice. Although I'm sure Chuck thinks it's a, a public enemy <laughs> hat at this point. <laughs> When yeah. you when you have these when you have these things and especially when they're done respectfully and tastefully, just embrace it, man. Embrace it's it. great. It yes. makes us look. It makes us look. Let's be honest here. Way cooler than we actually are. <laughs> in you Pittsburgh. know what? We'll take it though, DK. Right? We'll take it. Who's the other? Uh, Taylor Swift's also a Western PA girl. She is, but I think she claims. Uh, no. Yeah, she's actually her. I, I, I never heard of that. Let's, yeah, let's, she let's actually lived in Hendersonville, where I live now. A bunch of country music stars are PA, I think, and Mac oh, Miller, West oh, Reading. Yeah. That's the other side of the state. Reading, PA. Yeah, oh, that's way. Yeah, okay. No wonder and, I didn't. And, and born in Pennsylvania. Yeah, but no, if you're clo- if you're too close to Philly, you are not Pittsburgh. That is, that's, that's fair, <clears throat> but. If you think about who we've put out, you know, it's it's still Donny Iris. It's still, you know, the Iron City House Rockers. I mean, we are who we are, the silencers. We're, you know. For, for, for the youth, though, we cannot, and I mean not, DK, 
not mention Mac Miller. Oh yeah, I'm sitting here thinking we to myself through the whole thing. Who we forget? Yeah. And Mac Miller, the late, the late Mac Miller gets respected by having uh, his party on Fifth Ave gets played every time the Penguins win uh, at the arena, which is actually something that the fans suggested yeah. to the team and they embraced, which is another another cool thing. So, That's if everybody so cool. who was yelling Mac Miller through this whole segment, we, we were going to get to it. <laughs> I met Mac before he actually had that catapult up. He was on Super. the sideline with you guys. Super. I, Where, I'm t- where'd you meet him? Uh, I knew his uh, manager at the okay. time or his record label, CEO, man, Josh uh, is the guy's name. Mac, we got a picture. I used to picture a phone, a picture in my phone of he and me. Uh, just a kid, man. Just a kid. Awesome dude. Great spirit to him, too. Yeah, obviously lost way too early. Way. And, 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 and tragically so. Anyway, cool subject. By the way, we're Ramon was saying the other day, we're going to do more of this yes. the offseason months. I got guys asking to come on, too, by the way. Pounce said it's, it's a must. He must come on. Dave is coming on. Al is coming on. I got other guys that must come on, too. I got to get RC. Uh, we're going to really tap in this offseason. Now I got my footing under me. And, and you know, DK, I'm, I'm like – uh, not a big J journalist. I'm a small J journalist, so I got to act that way a little bit, too. You oh, know? no, no. I'm there's nothing wrong J. with that. When you did yeah. the interview with Kevin Colbert, one of the things that we heard from uh, from viewers repeatedly was it was a very different type of interview. It's not what I would have done. Yeah. I would have done, but that doesn't mean I'm right and you're wrong. It's right, the other right. way around. It's just we have different roles. I would have said, what did you do? Why did you do this? And, what did the, you know, and what about this? It's Artie Burns, come on, man. You took Artie Burns. And it, it would have been like that. And in yeah. your case, it's in your case, it was going to be very, very different. Yeah, I got to unlock a little bit. That's what we'll do. We'll call that maybe unlock of the locker room or something. I like it. I like it. Let's do it again tomorrow, Mom. I'm, I'll be here if you don't quit. Yeah, no, I'm not quitting.